Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Yes, welcome. It's not Backchat Melbourne, it's Backchat from Backchat Studios, and it's a bloody big show. Welcome to the show. Dan, hello, but shush up. Hello. Sam Butler. Oh, hey, is I'm in back, the house. baby. He is back in the house. Buttman returns again. You've already been back as a guest. Yep. Now you're back as a host, baby. Guest host? Mm. Guest host. I'm a bit just going to say straight off the bat. Yeah. So I just remembered back to the first episode that you were on with us, like mm-hmm. when we've you know re- relaunched, and you did the exact same dance move during the music, like mm-hmm. it was identical. Is that your one move that you have? What did he do? do? Is this like, a how do you remember that? One of identical. Ones. How do you remember that? Go, seriously, someone go back, look at the two. It's ridiculous. What was it? It's one of the do you da- do the dance happy dance. I can't remember. Just, just go just with it. Like I go with it. It's when I'm excited, one. things happen. Hey, I don't control one. them. So, so people are like, what is going on here? We don't know either. So we're yep. just going to roll with it. Butty's here. We might make this regular. We might not. If he's shit, mm. he'll never be back. But it's unlikely. Well, that that's happens. well. I'll be back then. <laughs> people pencil it in. <laughs> hey, Butty, where can you find us on social media? At <laughs> yes. Will underscore. No. No. Come <laughs> no, on. No. Backchat, double underscore. That's where you Fantastic. can find us. Backchatpodcast.com.au. You know what you can get there, Butty? Merchandise. Oh. Just tell me what you think about your jumper oh, you're wearing right now. Can I recommend? It's like I put on a cloud and I'm just engulfed in it now. I know what heaven <laughs> feels like. Feels nice. <laughs> fits good. Oh, I highly recommend. Highly, highly, highly. This is the best piece of merch possibly I've ever had in my life. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, you can find that there. You know where to find us. Our patrons, um, we love you. You sent mm. us to Melbourne. We did some great interviews over there. We're back in Perth. And we're changing things up a little bit for this show, your Tuesday show, your back chat show. We're going to have some guests rolling through. Butsy this week, he might be back next week. He might not. Mm. We don't know. It's going to be like a little mystery box, Butsy. You happy with that? Not really. (laughs) (laughs) Butsy wants to come back every week. Uh, Our sponsors, thank you. Whippersnapper, Shelter, Bluebet, Margaret River Roasting and Leadville Cameras. Thanks for all of your support. We'd love if you could support them as well while you listen to us going along. You can get your VIP codes for those sponsors. And merch, I think. And merch, all at backchatpodcast.com.au. 
and on Patreon. Let's get into it. Sam Butler's in the house. Mm. We're going to do a quick Melbourne review, Butsy. So you just sit tight. How did we go, Dan? How was Melbourne? Uh, flying colours passed. Great success. Um, many good things. Not many bad, if, if I'll be honest. You sound like Borat speaking about... <laughs> many, many good. good. Yeah. <laughs> sort of, I'm just channeling Yoda a little bit. Um, yeah. Charlie no, broke really his ankle. Good. Charlie absolutely snapped his ankle in half. Um, he, we, you had the frontal view. I had the view from seeing him from running from behind. How did it look from your point of view? I'll tell you how it looked from mine after that. Um, so it was like, um, you know when a um, like a an what? animal gives birth, like a four-legged animal gives birth and the, an- and the baby is trying to find its feet? It was like that. <laughs> You know, and you don't want to interrupt the baby you're trying to trying to walk. You got to let it learn. Okay. It was like that for me. So this was a moment in life for me, Butsy. That there's only so few moments in your life where it can be applicable. I wish I had a GoPro on my head because yep. I won't forget the sound. I'll never forget the sight. But I wish I could have shared it with the world. I was sitting in the Uber. We had to run a little bit because I pinned it a bit too far away. All right. And Charlie, who had just been finished at the last pub telling us how good his RM Williams were. Right. He was jogging down Stable. the street. Stable. Great <laughs> ankle support, though. Great ankle support. Mm. Well, little did I know what was about to happen. A nice little curve in the undulating surface of a <laughs> Melbourne street. And oh. tell you what, Charlie went down like a like a newborn, like Dan said. Uh, I would say giraffe that had mm. been yep. tranquilized in the four jugular legged. about four to five times and was not only learning how to walk, but trying to regain its fourth leg. It could have been oh, a three leg. He tried to keep going. He, was he went to go straight. He tried to wobble through. The noise. Yeah. Clip, clop, clip, clop. Bouncy, oh, bouncy, bouncy, bouncy. <laughs> <laughs> What's bouncing here? Yeah, I, I don't actually <laughs> know. It's the him. third leg, yeah. <laughs> basically. So he's done that. It was a good trip, though. We had some great interviews. Jimmy Bartel was outstanding. Jared Ruffhead was very good. Mason Cox, bit of the 2018, back and forth there. So with people Big know Coxie. who you've interviewed? Yeah, just little Who's glimpses. a bunch? Tell me. Put it, put it out there for the listeners. What's that? Who's your pick of the bunch? Sam Mitchell. Who do people have to listen to? Unfi- unfortunately, and you, you hate him as much That is actually devastating. Like Sam Mitchell. Was I wish there. I didn't ask that question. He was honest. Really? He was, he was uh, insightful. Mm. And for a head coach to spend an hour and a half with three or four idiots in a media room at the Hawthorne Football Club mm. made us come out to him. Does that surprise you? <laughs> no. Every other guest came to our studio, yeah. had to go to Sam Mitchell. Yeah. For Not me, I think it's going to be um, Josh Dunkley because that comes out tomorrow. <laughs> That was the best. Must song, listen to Josh Must Dunkley listen tomorrow. Yeah. Right. Um, let's get into Sam Butler a little bit. While he's while we've got him here, mm, Darren, you were a little bit you were a bit perturbed, a little bit surprised by Sam's email and and sort of contained his oh employer. Did you want to ask him about that? So yeah, we're we're going through a bit of the run sheet of what's happening tonight, and Will goes, "Oh, can you? I'll I'll get Sam's email. Can we just send it to him so he mm. knows what's going on?" And I look down, Sam Butler at Nokia That's correct. Which is like. Almost as bad as people having hotmail address these days. No what one do you uses, mean? Well, I don't know. I thought he it was just for Nokia. Yeah, I but I didn't, Nokia. I didn't know today. at the time that you worked for Nokia. I thought it was like you know when you set up an, oh, like email. an old school. Yeah, thirty <laughs> <laughs> three. Did they have those back then? Nokia. I don't, I don't know, but I was just I was just I was taken back by it. So you work for Nokia? Are you or are Nokia, you yeah. not selling thirty three tens on the, the side of the street? They're making a comeback. <laughs> I'm. Uh, I've been tasked with bringing Snake back into everyone's lives. And you would have been big on Snake as Absolutely. well. You're the kind of guy that gets something and goes so hard at it until he just burns his eyelids out. Absolutely. Is that Snake 1 or Snake 2? Well, Snake 1 was... Snake 1. Yeah. yeah. Like, we're talking... 
That's you where go, nostalgia lies. through the walls or not in Snake 1? No. 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 Yeah. Snake, no, snake 2 that. had the little bugs. Did the Snake 2 have a little bug that you could collect that was more points? That was the whole idea of Snake, wasn't it? Are you on a diet oh, at the no moment? There's no bugs in the first one. Are you on a diet at the moment? <sighs> yes. Please tell us about it. What a pivot. If, what if, a pivot. If this is, well, Get we, some structure to this podcast. This is Sam Butler focus areas right Love here. Love it. So we've heard about cowspiracy a long time on this podcast. Yes. We're not, we're not still... That's oh, I still haven't eaten beef. We're not... <laughs> We're not, For eight know, years, I'm stuck. I'm sticking to that. What's your diet? Uh, thanks. Uh, well, I'm on the Nat Medhurst diet. Okay, enjoy. I don't know if sure. this is enjoy. worth talking it, it, about, but enjoy basically, that. I've gone through a period in my life. Newborn kid, am I taking care of myself? Not really. No, you, you know this very well. So does Dan. Yes, yep. first hand. Yeah. So eating poorly, drinking too many beers throughout the week, and Natalie, my beautiful partner, yes. is getting up every morning, working out. She's making a comeback in netball somehow. Yes. She's been a mad dog and making me feel so belittled every day. Yes. Like I'm an insignificant little blob on the couch that doesn't move. So she's Which was kind of true. She's got you honest. on the program. So I said, I'm just going to go six weeks, nat challenge. I'm going to eat whatever you eat. Wow. Day two, I'm like, we need to, we need to adapt this. <laughs> <laughs> too I'm, much, too little. very much. The parameters are now... Whatever she eats, I can eat. Your portion. Whatever portion size. Right. So if I somehow get her to have a taste of KFC, I can then eat a bucket of KFC. Right. It's the getting her to eat that thing. Wow. For starters. So I'm on the six-week Nat challenge. I'll tell you how it goes. But I feel like I'm going to lose a lot of weight. So Nat's making a comeback. So you are you are copying an elite athlete's diet. I feel like this I'm is going to I'm basically an elite athlete. Poor, without the work rate. Yeah, and the athlete. And the athlete. And the elite. The, the, any and athletic the elite. part of it. Yeah. <laughs> I basically just don't eat. How do you think that would go in your household, Dan? I mean, you tried to do a fast a little while ago. It lasted I for just, about ooh, 12 <laughs> hours. I, Are you the, a faster? The, the, no, no, sticking with you. You came right. in here with a the, shake. The only thing I, that confused me about that is like, are you, before you're doing this, were you having separate meals? Like so dinner, she, dinner always together. So yep. dinners haven't changed. That's great. Okay. But, you know, I'm having the toasted cheese sandwiches for breakfast and, and lunch. Is she having a shelter at the moment? That's a good point. <laughs> 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 Alcohol is not is, I've, it's not part of the exact diet, but I'm trying to limit myself. Right. Okay. So okay. it's yeah. Monday night and you're having a beer. Yeah. You're not going to be able to, have to talk to two idiots. You need to have some good shelters. Correct. You can't be taking you them. Don't say no to shelter, do you? Okay. So you want us to have a bit more structure. We are going through. Not yep. the week that was, but just some things that caught our attention. We're in the content section at the moment. Nat Medhurst making a comeback, caught our eye. Very good. Sounds like she's going to be setting the pace in your household. We're going to keep mm-hmm. moving, though. Peter Bowl, Dan. Mm. Seventh in the world. 800 metre final. Not bad. You're not happy with it? No, I'm it? saying it's very good effort. Okay. Seventh in the world. Well, you said not bad. No, it was a, it was a tongue in cheek. Like, you know. Okay. Not bad. I think it was very good. He had the race that he actually needed in the final for those athletics fans out there. I'm sure there's a lot of you out there. Mm-hmm. Needed a fast lap in the in the final. Got it. Just co- kind of wasn't there when the whips got cracking down the back straight. So 800 is short enough to still have strategy. It's absolutely. not just balls to the wall from the start. No, absolutely. Really? Yes. Well. You sit in. You just tuck in and, and wait. It's pretty like a much, horse race. Pretty much the race can go kind of a couple of ways. The the first lap, if it's a slow one, will yeah. favour guys with big kicks late in the, in the race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas if it's a fast race early, it yeah. means you've got to have more stamina, you've got to grind more. It's not as fast to come the back end of the race. So he wanted a f- fast first lap, yeah. but he wouldn't just go out and run it 
no matter what everyone else is doing or oh, no it was actually kind of it hope was, that everyone's going it was probably faster than he wanted it was probably almost oh. too fast and then he like completely cooked himself he didn't have the kick at the end i was about to say so it was a perfect race for him and he came last second last second last right okay cool. yeah, i, cool, I cool, mean cool. he always came six i mean so it's, it's only downhill from there it's only it's in the world it's not it's not like you know down at the like oh, okay. athletics yeah so he didn't come second last in the world it there, was just there's six people in the world that are faster than him i see yeah what about yeah. this one sam butler we talked about this last week mm. um I'd like a little bit more detail. I think I've got it on my computer here right now. I do. Uh, hopefully, potentially. That'd be good. You can pull it up if we're talking about it, Dan. The best, worst mascots in the AFL. That's right. It's another bracket for you, Backchat fans. We first of all ran the best, worst Guernsey in the competition. Well, now we're going to find the best, worst mascot. I tell you what there, just having a brief look over some of the lists we've brought in, there is some absolutely shocking mascots to get through here. 20 mascots. You're going to vote on socials. Make sure you get onto backchat double underscore on Instagram. You're going to be a storied bracket competition where you can enter and you can win. Dan, I've got a prize for people. Do you know what it is? I do. Sam, do you know what it is? Absolutely not. Would you like to know? Please. Put it this way. This is how good the prize is. You were listing the things that were going to be in it. And I said, hey, hey, rein it in a bit. It's a bit too Dan much. Dan wasn't like, happy. I was like, really? Nah, putting this Breaking in. the bank. It's the <laughs> He's spending a lot. Chat pack. It's the back chat pack. The backpack. Yeah, it's the back chat pack. That comes I just in the made backpack. up a way better title and you just glazed over it. It's, I do the backpack. I usually do that. It's the backpack. Great. It's just missing the chat. Slab of shelters. Bottle of whippersnapper whiskey. Ooh. Some sort of betting option from Blue Bet. Yep. A bag of coffee from Margaret River Roasting Co. There can't be more than that. A pair of binoculars Thick. from no. readable cameras. Binoculars! <laughs> yeah, that, he was he was upset with the binoculars too. What's upset? I mean, it's very generous. I'm just and, of course, our merchandise. Like our merch. Back chat merch. <laughs> Dan's wearing it. He's got the grey blue. Sam's got the black green. Scoey's got the flag mantle. Backchat merch, backchatpodcast.com.au forward slash merch. That's all going into the backpack for the 20 worst, best worst mascots. Can you give me a bit of a flavour of what's going in here, Dan? So we're going to put up like we did with the Guernseys. You enter with an email and you win a pack. Uh, we'll draw it out of a hat or something. Um, so we have the rankings. We've got 20. So there are only you know 18 teams, but we're, we've booted it up to 20 because there's that many bad mascots in history. Uh, for me, I'm going to say one of the worst ones is Hudson... Uh, Hawker Knights from Hawthorne. It just looks like an eagle who's uh, sorry, a hawk who hasn't had sleep in about nine years. He <laughs> looks sad looking hawk. He looks it? sad as another one is G Man from GWS. <laughs> just a man with a giant head. It's just it's too much for me. <laughs> How many of these look like Dean Brogan? We mentioned that he looked like the power guy. He also looked like the GWS mascot. Yeah, so there, there's Big Jaw. T- Tommy Power. Or the Thunder mascot, who's great, just a big square-headed man. Who's that? Um, Trevor St. Kilda. <laughs> He's got red goggles. Looks like sort of a superhero, sort of like a Mr. Incredible sort of um, situation. Um, Was that Rick the Rock? Did I see Rick the Rock in there? You've put Rick the Rock in, Yeah, Charlie, Charlie put Rick yeah. the Rock. Absolutely. There's got to be an Eagles contender in there. I understand, but has yeah. it been a worse one? Has it just been Rick the Rock forever? I think Rick it's is just beloved, been Rick the Rock mate. forever. Rick yeah. the Rock. Rick is beloved. You, you can't put him in there. Charlie is a, is a flag man or supporter. Oh, classic. Johnny the Docker looks like... Do you remember that... Um, uh, remember that PlayStation? Yeah, there was one called Grinder as well. Um, oh, do you remember what? that um, Grinder? That uh, PlayStation game early days and you had to catch um, monkeys or, or apes in a net? Donkey Kong. No, um, there's another one. Diddy Kong. 
No, <laughs> no, it wasn't that. Anyways, it's just an awful. Look up Johnny the Docker, and you'll see. It, it looks like he could be selling me drugs on the corner of of a street somewhere. Um, the animal ones are easy though, aren't they? If yes. you're not an animal, like a lion or a tiger, yes. hard to get right. Yeah, yeah, you're so right. You got to get like, make it a man, like some like kind of weird. Like yeah, you, like how do you make power? Yes, giants. They've missed the mark there. Still get some easy. massive dude walking around outside. It's still easy to get the animals wrong. Have a look at some of those. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, so if you want to have a look at those, backchat double underscore. They'll be out across socials in a bracket. <laughs> vote for your chance to win the it's Tommy Power. What's they should be on an island in the freaking. Backpack. I was looking for a backpack. Thank you very much for not listening okay. to me. Let's keep moving. I'm going to keep rolling. The backpack boys. Understand? Oh, yeah. 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 That is impressive. Got it. Love it. Now, there's been a little bit of movement across the AFL this week, Butsy. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you still not watching games of football? No, I watch more than I ever have. Which is? <laughs> Signif- I went to the game yesterday. Did you? Did went you watch the, the game? game? I watched the second half. Did you? Mm-hmm. Who won? Not West Coast. <laughs> Who are they playing? St. Kilda. I'm not that. Hold on. What kind of rep am I getting here? Well, the rep that you've set for yourself. So, yeah, Jack Ginevan, who's he play for? Uh, Colin. Collingwood, very good. Mason <laughs> Redmond takes him down from Essendon, plays for Collingwood. Oh, yeah, the blonde Jack guy. Ginevan, oh, no, the blonde no, no, guy. No, no, no. Yep. So, basically the AFL have come out this week. They've come out with a uh, anyone that looks like they're throwing an arm up, ducking their... You know, lowering their centre of gravity, ducking, uh, that gets taken high. It's going to be play on, no free kick call. They've clarified the rule. They've created an area for umpires that requires, quite frankly, uh, more adjudication than they probably need to do. So straight into it, Collingwood Essendon play on Sunday. The first time Ginnivan goes near the footy, basically, he's running in one direction. Mason Redmond comes from the other, takes his head off. And Absolutely. He, and he barely... He barely throws an arm. He up. didn't even need to. No, nah. and then on the ground has him in a literally a UFC headlock because mm. he got he called was play on. Him on the arm. Well, so what happened was Mason Redmond looks at it, doesn't get caught a free kick, and he's like, well, "I'm just going to, I'm just going to kill him. Mm. I'm going to take his, I'm yeah. going to take his neck off." So anyway, that happens in the game. There's all this furore over, over the media. We're not here to talk about that. I'm here to talk about Mason Cox, a guest on this podcast. Will be a bit later on. Mm-hmm. He's come out swinging. The big American is not happy with it. you want to read out his tweet, please, Dan? Uh, it says, while to think high tackles were put in the game to protect players' health and now um, about con- and now are being blatantly ignored for a 19-year-old, how can we think the AFL cares about concussions and head high contact after this? So he's come out with that, having mm-hmm. a shot at the AFL. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack, Fair. Jack Ginevan trumped him a little bit, Ooh. changed his profile picture to Mason Redman on with Instagram. him on the ground. Got him in a headlock. So his Instagram profile picture Great. is now in a headlock. Lean into it. Have you seen any of this, either of you? What, what do you think about this, Dan? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I hate it. No, I hate it. it it's it's. Oh, they always yeah. say um, pay, you know they don't pay a free kick depending on the player, but it's very obvious in this instance. And the um, the AFL did come out today and say, and said um, they admitted that the on field umpire had made a mistake and Ginevan should have been rewarded the. The free, of course. Okay, so that's a giant piece of shit. It won't last long, will it? That'll be reversed. Apparently, Dean Margetts uh, contacted a few outlets and has said that this has been the rule all along. The only difference is the AFL have communicated it to the rest of us and now we're sort of seeing what the umpires are putting in place. This sort of stuff gets... That, that's the rule all mm. the time, apparently. If the player, you know... Uh, if you lead with your head yeah. and force it into him, it shouldn't be a free kick. But some of those, if you drop your knees as you know some players are very good at and like you can't tackle them properly then suck it as, it's a free kick Luke, Shree, Luke said on this podcast around. there's a few options there's one be a better tackler yep. 
uh, two. Uh, what was the other ones? Oh, you're gonna let go, and they're gonna they're gonna not get it. They're not gonna get tackled. He said. He said that you know if you got the footy, you're not just gonna stand still and get tackled. You're gonna try and evade the tackle. Yes. Yeah. Well, I agree. It sets a dangerous precedent if you're allowing people to hit people in the head willy nilly just because they lent into it a little bit. That's correct. Mm. I want to finish on this one. Backs getting coaches' votes. So coaches' votes. <laughs> Coaches votes. Tom Barras in a losing game last week against Hawthorne. Yep. 10 coaches votes. 30 touches. Uh, 18, 18 marks. marks. Yep. 11 intercept posi- uh, marks. Like just incredible stuff. He backs yep. it up again this week. He gets seven votes again. Love Absolutely it. dominating. In the Fremantle game, Fremantle draw to Richmond. Hayden Young gets the 10 votes. Uh, Cox. Cox. Yes, Brennan Cox mm-hmm. gets four votes, I think. Uh, Dylan Grimes gets votes. Six of the ten players that got votes in that game were backmen. Mm. Is it about time that we see a backman's award in the AFL? Because Obviously. Yes. Obviously. The coaches are giving them out, but it's been a bit willy-nilly. So coaches are finally opening their eyes. That's what you're telling me. Yes. And watching the game. Our and friend, who has the biggest influence just on Just so it? you know, our friend Sam Mitchell... Is the man that gave Tom Barras the five votes in the game against West Did Coast? Did he? Like mm. Sam ah, Mitchell, makes sense. Though, Adam Simpson. Have you ever got ten votes in a game? For like for doing what? Absolutely not. Really? What, yeah, where, the list. Have yeah, you? No. Where, where Actually, I have a couple of times. Doing what? Now, unfortunately, I got one. You know when you play. So I used to be a midfielder back in the day. Remember? By the way, oh, you did too. Yep. I actually back in the day did forget about that. And then the worst thing I ever did. Um, if you want to be a superstar in the AFL, you want to be in the midfield, which back in the day I thought I rated myself quite highly. Worst thing I ever did was play all right when I went down back the first two or three weeks and then basically never got a chance again. And then, where's hold your, it, oh, wait, your, wait. Where's your 10 votes, mate? No, I'm, I'm leaving that. Like, mate, let the story unfold. Okay. <laughs> Please go. And then, obviously, after a certain amount of time, love backline, never want to go in the midfield again. Yes. One day, I got 10 votes because... Uh, Scott Pendlebury got off the chain, had 15 touches in the first quarter. Hey, go tag Scott Pendlebury. Never tagged in my life. Went on on the ball and did obviously did pretty well. And then got 10 votes for it. And then Simo's going, hey, this could be more bit of a role that we could go to. I'm like, how about no? If I had my time again, I would have let him have 15 again and gone back to my little spot and half back. So you later in your career mm-hmm. as a backman yeah. went into the midfield and tagged Scott Pendlebury yeah. who may play 400 games he's going yeah. that well yeah he's my bitch and you got <laughs> can you say that? oh yeah you can say it absolutely okay cool Ben Brown's mine yeah. uh, give me again Charlie come on it was fucking it was really good sorry oh there we go uh, now um, you didn't hear that but uh, you, you got 10 votes correct I, I'm I don't believe you what we'll look wh- it up what round Oh, I don't remember so rounds, against, man. Against you just, I just asked yeah. me three players' names. Yeah. I didn't know what they, where they played. Yeah, uh, one of the years Simo was there. So twenty was it? Prem, was it grand final year? Twenty fifteen? Nah, maybe the year before. Charlie, Charlie, please check every Collingwood game: sixteen, seventeen, fourteen, fifteen. And I reckon I got it again in Brisbane once under Simo again. Yeah, ten votes from who? In by in the coaches' I was votes. Late that day. By the coaches' votes. Yeah, not BNF. Yeah. Talking opposition coach, coach gives you five. Those. I was amazing. Best on ground. I was amazing. <laughs> I don't believe you. The real crazy thing is I didn't get it more, actually, looking back. <laughs> now I'm thinking about my career. <laughs> I don't believe that this happened. Mate, that, Charlie this will is, confirm it. This is one of those games. You know when you, they say you're in the zone? 
This was some kind of God-given zone. People were just kicking it. People were stubbing their toes and kicking it to me 10 metres away. Like, the ball could not stop coming to me. And then end up going on the wing for, like, the last 10 minutes of the game and somehow kicked two goals in the last 10 minutes. So I was like, two goals? this is outrageous. Two goals? Yeah. Charlie, I want this cross-check, does, does please. Coach, do coaches' votes um, often equate to Brownlow votes? Like, does that... Is that Not a good always. indicator? So I definitely didn't get votes when I tagged Penderbury. Have you ever had no three, three votes in a game? Yeah, that game. The three, Brizzy game? Three Brownlow votes. Yeah. My God. That's good. There you go, Charlie. Find that, please. Okay, here we go. You send it, we read it, by leadable cameras. You send it, we read it. Very good. Oh, said it. There we go. Now... Leadable Cameras, Oxford Street, Leadable. They support us. Everything that we do in this podcast is brought to you by Leadable Cameras. Our microphones, our stands, our cameras, our lighting. Not the people, unfortunately. Uh, the people are very good, though. <laughs> uh, printing, they do binoculars. Mm. They do anything you need. So they will just look after you down there. You go see Lydia and the crew down there. They look they got a Nokia kit there? I don't know. Do you want to see if you can get a display, display yeah. camera <laughs> to knock your 33 1.3 megapixel camera from oh, a, from yeah. a yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, let's get into it. Troy, uh, Fremantle guitarist, he looked after us on that sting, by the way. Oh, we've actually swapped. Yeah, he's, he's looking after us, isn't he, the big fella? We yeah, have, the guy yeah. who does our stings hmm. is, the, is the lad on top of the stand at Fremantle Games playing the guitar. You've never been, you're looking at me, you've never the seen Sting that. man. <laughs> There's a man that stands on top of that Optus Stadium shredding a guitar. Really? Yeah. What a, what a man. And makes yeah. our stings. Jacob Wilmering. G'day, boys. This is a, we're reading our emails, by the way. Okay, cool. Um, g'day, boys. Love your podcast. Was wondering for Scoey, what season was the most dejecting to be involved in for the football club? Um, and what does match review, training, team meetings, etc., look like after those losses? Like 135 points, 100 points, 99 points, such as were suffered in the 2008 season. Do teams train with those losses in mind or just focus on the week ahead? Let's read the side note first. We'll go back to questions. Just okay. a side note. Happy to say when I met Scully in person about five years ago, he was such a great bloke. I was happy to take upwards of 20 minutes talking to my son about the, foot- about the football, which is very special for him. Met Dan a few weeks back and he tried stealing avocados from my fruit market and was telling his kids to yell slurs at other patrons. <laughs> Bad parenting. <laughs> Cheers. Uh, d- that didn't happen. Uh, people, it's become a trend on back chat that people may or may not see Dan doing things around town just like that. And it's becoming a bit of a trend and it's a bit worrying to be honest, Dan. Really? You're a serial pest. Yes. <laughs> I'm he likes breaking that the makes rules. Sense, he likes breaking the rules especially. Yeah. Love it. All right, let's go back to the questions. Dejecting to be involved in um, for the football club for you. Season. You can both answer this. Oh, thank you. Um, oh, I mean, 2010 we won the wooden spoon. That's How many wins did we have that year? Six. Are we going to be better win-loss ratio than this year? Oh, Absolutely, we are. They're not winning because that's games. important to me. Yeah. Not to be in the worst team of all time. Yeah, well, that no, th- this team currently is. Well, there's well only and five games that. left, right? Yeah, they're not winning the five. <laughs> if they win five, they've only won one game. No, they won two. But they I mean, won, they've got to they've won two. two games. So they have to win five out of five. Yeah, to be, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I mean, you uh, suck. 2010 was terrible. Rough. Does it? I mean, I'm sort of thinking of successful years that you come away thinking. Gee, that Should've wasn't done more. that good. Like 2016. 100%. Yeah. Was it your Great call. Yeah. So 20 I was going to do those two years. 2015, make the grand final. 2016, um, have the year, do whatever. But then coming into finals, we're in red hot form. Like I would, I would say close to one of the most informed teams in the competition. We miss top four. Something happens late in the season and we miss out on top four. So we finish fifth. 
play the Western Bulldogs at home after them flying to Fremantle, losing to them the week before. They fly back to Perth, pants us, and go on to win the flag. Well, they had the week one. off. That's I had right. the week off in between. Back, five, got about five back. players back, which at the time I was nonplussed about because we were red hot. And I, I just had grand final in my mind. Yep. I'm like, when we get there, we have to win this time. And obviously, as, as they say, taking one week at a time, I did not, and we lost. It was a bit of a one for the for the actual just game, though. I think the season were pretty good, and then we just didn't mm. rock up in the game. Mm. We actually spoke, spoke to Josh Dunkley about it on Wednesday, mm. about this exact game and oh, really? how they ambushed us. It wasn't ideal. Um, Pat Smith, be with back chat. Uh, g'day, Will, Dan and Charlie. And we Sam. write it. Yep, and Sam uh, and Kat. You read it, so here it goes. Uh, here at the Southern River Band, we are massive fans of the show. Got a couple of absolute uh, nuffies in our rhythm section, me being the biggest. And Backchat has been a staple on the tour van of late. Ooh. So Southern River Band play the intro song for the Shelter footy cast. You got any like stings over um, there? Can play us over there, Charlie? Yeah, it's on the second page. Yeah, yeah. Southern there River Band right there. Yeah. Um, We've obviously noticed the Shelter Footy Cast uses a pretty rad song in the opening. Which what's the name of that song? Um, oh come on, Chim- now. Ch- don't throw that at me. Don't do chimneys. that to me. Isn't chimneys? I hope so. I hope so too. No, it it, it might be. I may have absolutely botched that. So thank, I apologize. thank you for tolling us into that. We've absolutely no- <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> fucking sick. I've had uh, I've had a few randoms recently yelling at us from across the bar. Or you? I'm not going to say that because my mum. Or you? Uh, the C-U-N-T-S. guys on the foot. See you on that footy podcast. And the top seven or eight things ever yelled across a bar at us. Very I, good. I'll put it in a bar voice because you're just sort of reading it as, you, as you're saying it. Mm. Oi, you, are, are you on that footy podcast, eh? <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it says. But yeah, Dan's that, like reading it. how you speak when you're in a bar. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Uh, wondering if you had time on the show to have the Southern River boys on for a quick chat. I'll tell you here right now, we bloody do. Sam, you may or may not be getting replaced by the Southern River Band boys. Live in studio. Yeah, actually. We're gonna we're gonna Great. get to playing the score guest. to the chat. Yeah, shelter footy cast. Woo! Yeah. I love it. Yeah, and then having a chat afterwards. We're gonna see what it's like on the road. Did you find the name of that song? Yeah, it is Chimney. You know you know you know that thing that happens where you pronounce someone's name and, and the commentator looks at you like you've got it wrong? Yeah. That's what you did to me. And oh, because I don't know. I don't know names of songs. I just like the sound of them. Yeah. Have you got a few names wrong? On oh, television? Uh, absolutely. Who? Called Sean Darcy, Luke Darcy. Oh, yes. <laughs> so oh. I, I was just looking Is down. Is that because you were called Jared Schofield so many times in your life that you feel like you have to belittle other people now? I, mean, I feel like it's a pretty bad stuff up because I was looking down, hearing my ear, Sco, we're coming to you, and I mm-hmm. didn't know what had happened. I looked right. up and Sean Darcy was injured in the middle of the ground. Well, I hadn't seen it happen. Right. Sco, what's happened with Darcy? And I look up and he's like hobbling off and it's either a knee or an ankle. You can see by the way he's moving, but I hadn't yeah. seen what had happened. All right. Uh, boys, Luke Darcy is coming off, as you can see on the vision here. And then I go, Luke, I said Luke again. And in my mind, I'm like, his name's oh, not no. Luke. <laughs> and then I instantly corrected myself and said, someone like, I've been watching too much footy in the 90s. Big best Western Bulldogs fan, Luke Darcy. Obviously, oh, good. Obviously, Sean Darcy. Good. So you, you addressed the situation straight away? Yeah, by self-deprecating how dumb I was. Great. Well done. Yeah. That's smart. I, I mean, I would hate to see you with a microphone on the boundary. I've got line. a thought about commentators at the moment. Please share. Can I just... Can we just... I feel like we just need to close this email off and then we can go into that. Never stop my flow ever again. No. Yeah. Well, pause it. You'll get it back. <laughs> uh, that's basically it. 
from I just wanted to, oh. <laughs> I just wanted to suck. Thank you so much. It's almost as if I summarised that and you've just. I just wanted to sign off. It's from Pat. Southern Ruben, and we will have them on. Okay, yeah. what do you think about commentators? Thank Go. You so much. How's this for idea with commentators? Yes. So you're an NFL fan. Yes. Uh, Tony Romo, NBA fan. Yes. Comes into the game, and he's reading defenses. He's picking out what's going to happen. As a commentator, yes. As a commentator, because he's just been in the war room, right? He played those guys last year. He's in the thick of it. Yes. Now he probably sucks. I don't really know, but he's going to get slowly, progressively worse. One hundred percent. They should have a rotating spot in commentary on Channel 7 just for players that come out the game. Do they already have this? Why are you looking at me like a widow? <laughs> Do they really? For like the last 40 years, I reckon. For what? And then right. they, they don't kick him out? Well, they don't kick him out, but currently they've got current players on, like even better. So Jack Rewalt, Phil Davis. Uh, there's a couple more in that yeah, rotation. Yeah, current players. Oh, right. sorry. I want... Right. Will Schofield comes out the game. Yes. Will, you got one year. Right. Talk about this is what we came against these guys last year. This is how they set up, blah, 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 blah. Then you're out. You don't know them anymore. They've right. changed over the last 12 months. Right. Go. Right. New guy comes in. You're, this is your. This is you. Right. Just talk about this is what they did last year. This is what. This is how they set up. This is out. Like Leighton Hewitt when he does the tennis. When he first started doing the commentary, elite. He is like a savant. Yes. Now it's just like. Just another commentator. So you're telling it's just me talking about that I should be out of, out of a job because I'm two years out. I should not be well, working. Well, if you're good at commentary, should do it. Right. But get someone like, you know, Sam Mitchell's obviously a great thing. When I think of myself, when I finish footy, the next year if I went to a game, I was thinking about, oh, this is how they set up. Oh, yes. they're doing that differently now. Oh, that's where they're putting their ruckman. Like, I'm thinking through that stuff. Now. I go to a game now and go, oh, why don't they run harder? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Why where, do they handle so much? Where's the bar? Kick it forward, guys. Like I'm literally thinking <laughs> it in the forward. simplest ways. I'm li- I'm looking at it like a just a general fan. I don't think about it in those terms. Yes. You move past it so quick, and the game moves fast as well. So get that guy in and rotate him through. And if they're awesome, maybe keep them. You just create another role. I mean, it doesn't mean that people that are just out of the game can't do special comments. You just have a, a special role that's the. One year out guy. One year guy. Yeah. But, but be honest with him, you're not going to stay. Yes, great. But all those other guys you talked about, if they're really good at their job, keep them around. Like it. Amy Hunt, cool. you send it, we read it. The Lookout. Uh, hi, Dan, Scoey, and Sam. Uh, your typical long time... You know, sorry, I just had that. Your typical long time listener, first time emailer. I actually went back and listened to every episode from the beginning. I'm probably Perth's biggest cat supporter. I even have a drunk cat's tattoo the girls did for me on a footy trip. Um, So love the episode with the big hawk. Keep it up, guys. Scoey, wondering if you remember the time we met at the lookout in Scarborough. Um, Don't like the sound of this. I play Waffle W and we had a bye over the Easter weekend. And being the ultimate Rezzy's footballer, I was... Um, I was planned a, a, prob, uh, a pub crawl for the Sunday. It was only about 2 p.m. and I was already blind trying to show Excellent. anyone who would look at my cat's tattoo when I realized a friend of mine had the most ridiculous heels on for this pub crawl. Um, of course, me, a typical dyke presenting lesbian, thought it was a great <laughs> opportunity to strut my stuff in these heels after about 30 beers. Um, I began to put on a catwalk up out, a catwalk up the outside area of the lookout near the cabanas. When I realised you and the other West Coast boys were enjoying a few quiet beers in one of the cabanas as well. I then tried to play it off 
when I was just when I just about snapped my ankle in these heels and totally made a dick of myself right in front of you guys. That's that how you did yours. Can, yes. can relate to that. It was yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this story is very familiar. Familiar. <laughs> Good times. Still get spoken about at footy about how I uh, almost broke my ankle in front of West Coast boys and ruined my mates best heels keep up with the potties looking forward to attending the next beers with back chat amy i'm sorry to let you down i don't remember it i really wish i did was you sure i was there i'm sure i was i probably had 30 beers myself and just thought some girl going down shot someone thought you were mitch brown again someone did it (laughs) earlier on when they said you were a good bloke they obviously it wasn't scully it's someone else brown that's what you've come up with i don't know who else looks like you (laughs) i don't know probably agro <laughs> okay, dickhead. Tronny boy, I sent it. That's a very good email, by the way, Amy. I butchered a little bit by Dan in the middle. Tronny, what? Right or wrong? Did you butcher it or not? You got to take the feedback let's, on let's man. Keep, let's keep. We're all trying it. to get better. Tronny here. boy, I sent it through. <laughs> you read it. Uh, do you know if there's anything in the works for an official fantasy a fantasy game for the AFLW in the near future? I feel like it would make so many more AFL fans tune in. Maybe big. Hmm. Um. Do you want to answer that first? Yeah, I mean, our good friend Selby the Steer had the uh, Moira's Magic AFLW fantasy competition this year. Uh, it wasn't official. That's the AFL's problem. Get mm-hmm. on board with Moira's Magic. He looks after you. Selby the Steer. Don't know their website, but he, he does yep. things. He's already doing that. Don't worry about the AFL. Stuff them. Uh, also, we'd love an interview with Cuz. It's actually about footy. feel like you guys could pull it off. Love your work. Tronny boy. Yes, that is in the works. Um, been in Melbourne a little bit too long. Come back, got a few big names to tick off the list. Sam Butler was first, of course. Obviously. Ben Cousins, second just to Butsy. <laughs> what about T. Godra? I had a dream that I met Tony Modra. I just literally just came to me just then. He was working for Fremantle. <laughs> 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 Maybe. Ah, it sounds like someone. Someone we spoke cool. to recently said that they were in cahoots with Tony Modra, and we cahoots. Said, yeah, that's that, your in. And we said, who was that recently? Someone was, was like, Butler? No, 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 no. It was someone who's like, oh yeah, Tony. He was trying to Tony the other day. Yeah, Tony, oh, first name basis. Right. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, was older player. Was it Dustin Fletcher? It may have been. It was someone like that. So we need to reach out. Uh yeah. So Cuzzy, stay tuned. Big Dale. Dale sends one in. Um, WTF has happened to AFL players smashing through the banner. I've noticed modern day teams carefully lift the banner up and try not to damage it. Why? Any thoughts, gents? I'm, I'm, I'm going to kick us off because I've got a thought on this. Please. Uh, when I was about nine, I ran out with the Frio Dockers um, alongside Peter Bell. Did Ooh. you? I yeah. have not heard this. I love stories I haven't heard. Ran yeah, out. Were, you, were you taller than him? I was just about the same height. Ran cool. out onto the field and I'm like, here we go. I'm going to run through a footy banner. I was that yep. excited. And as I'm getting it, I'm about 10 metres away from the banner. I get this tap on the shoulder from, from Belly and he looks at me and he like, you know, waves me over and he runs around the banner mm. and he never ran through it because it would cut his skin up. Cut his skin up? And he didn't let you run through it? Yeah, he didn't. No, because I was like the Peter Bell docker for a day or whatever. So I had to run with him around the banner because... Have you held that... Have you held on to that, that you didn't get to run through the yeah. banner? As the banner boy, you didn't get to run through the banner? Yes. And so look, he thought it was more important to you to stay by his side than yeah, to run through to the banner. The, the Peter arrogance Bell ex- of Peter Bell. He <laughs> said, I know Bell. what this kid wants to come with me. Yeah. Around what the do you think about this? You, you, you didn't used to run through the banner. I ran through under the banner. You didn't used to touch the banner? If I could old avoid it. Or old soft-skinned butler. If I... Well, it's not because I thought it would cut me up. Well, they put razor blades in the freaking Fremantle banner. <laughs> Why did you not touch it? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I like running out at the back. 
Yes. And I don't know why either, but it just always felt good to be at the back watching everyone run out. You don't want to be at the front, like the, with all the flogs with their chest out running out the front. But you can that, remember, like, sorry, the, the water cap- and Darren Glass. The, the captains used to, like, yeah, tear break through, through and rip through it. Now there's there's like slits cut already. It's like a it's like a curtain instead of a banner. Well, that's what we had at West Coast home games. They had a standard template banner that which they had Velcro on the bottom, which you kind of would flap around so you ran through the flaps. But the away games, they still have the crate paper, and all the other teams still have the crate paper. W- would you be willing to go on record to say that you had something to do with the big inflatable eagle that now sits? Yes, the- absolutely. Right. So you you did have something. So you've got rid- you've got rid of the banner, Sam Butler. Did I get rid of the banner? Yes. If I had to say yes or no, I'd say yes. Wow. <laughs> How do you feel about that? I feel good about it, actually. Do you? Yeah. Well, we're not beholden to the banner. That's all I mean. It's tradition. tradition. Yeah, well, it's coming from someone that didn't even like to run through it. Hey, you're all piecing it together now, my friend. Wow. Hey. Wow. Look at you go. So a man who never used to run through it has got rid of it for the rest of the team that used to run through it. Because there wasn't yep. many guys that didn't touch it. Correct. So you're the bloke. We had a chance to start something new, you know, new stadium, start some new traditions. Would you be willing to the go banner. on record to say that you you invented join the huddle? No, I'm not willing to go on record for that. Okay. Was I a supporter? Yes. Okay. There was lots of really bad ideas going around back then. <laughs> by the way, can you give us? Can I give you a banner story? Can you give mm-hmm. us? Can of you funniest give us banner that. story ever. Yes. Tommy Carroll, Trent Carroll used to play for West Coast. Yes. So him. And Michael Braun are the most two most superstitious guys you ever met in your life. So Brawny famously would only wake up at if the minute finished in 11, 18, and 42. Like his favorite players' numbers when he was growing up. <laughs> so it had to be 7-11 or 8-11 or whatever. Like he always wore the same shorts for training, those old training shorts. He always had the same bag, like very superstitious guy. Tommy Carroll was the same. Anyway, one day we're playing at home uh, against Essendon. And I'm running out the back and he never touched the banner. But because of like, pure fear that it was going to mean he was going to play a bad game. Anyway, we get through. He's unscathed. Someone's got a piece on their chest because they ran through it and there's a piece. So they've thrown it behind them straight into his face. <laughs> and I was next to him and the dread that came over him. <laughs> Sheer dread just went white in the face. And I'm like, oh, this, can't, this is not good. Anyway. He proceeds to get eight kicked on him by Matthew Lloyd. (laughs) (laughs) Poor guy. After in the locker, like downtrodden, looking at the ground, I come in and go, hey, fuck, he was on today. Don't worry about it. He's like, the fucking banner got me, man. (laughs) Anyway, funny funny banner story. Yeah, that's great. Very good. Um, So why don't they burst through? One, they don't want to cut their skin up. Two, they don't want to touch the banner. They don't want Matthew Lloyd to kick eight goals on him. And three, Butsy got rid of the banner with an inflatable eagle that my children wouldn't even play with. Jack Walters, <laughs> Benny Cousins. Yes, they would. <clears throat> hey, back chat. I'm a new listener and have binged about 60 episodes in three weeks trying to catch up. I do see all the new episodes, uh, episode posts and I've been wor- wondering, where is Benny Cousins? Surely an absolute no-brainer. Would absolutely love to hear from the big man. Could potentially run it as a Patreon special, entice a few people over there. Cheers, legends. Keep it up, Jack. I don't mind that, Jack. Good idea. I, w- I, d- I do want to just say, Ben Cousins isn't just calling us like, hey, you know, can I come on the podcast tomorrow? Like, it's hard to get these people. Who is? Is, is there people sitting around? No, that but that's, I, you know, because we've had a few people go, like, hey, why don't you have Ben Cousins on yet? It's like, yeah, of course. Like, we'd love to have Ben Cousins on. All oh, right. It's not easy. Have you reached out to Ben? Me personally? Yeah. No. Okay. 
Um, so we just got on a massive rant. And the end of no, it, I'm just is saying, you haven't even tried. I'm not just saying, we can't just pick <laughs> no, a name. And they, we can't just get these they, guys. They appear, you have they to appear ask in the studio. Like, it's, you know, okay. there's a process. Thank you mm. for that uh, great uh, clarification, Dan. Hayden Dwyer. This segment goes, by the way, if you send it, we read it. In case you didn't get that. Mm. So. Great title. Um, love the podcast and love the vasectomy stories. How much money can I put up to sponsor a vasectomy segment? You splice it, we dice it. <laughs> <laughs> so we've gone through a fair patch uh, here at Back Chat of uh, about about one story a week about being a vasectomy. So we haven't actually got it this week. but no, Thank you. They've gone from mildly funny to outrageously hilarious. Very right. Very detailed. Do Dan doesn't Well, Dan doesn't like reading them, so it's even better because he gets very... Uh, a bit squeamish. Yes. Well, it's just like hard to, to talk about people like jerking off into a tube and then like oh, wow. to give it to... You, you sound yeah. like you rolled off your tongue very easily. No, I've, I've, had that many to, I've had that many to read through. <laughs> So are you picking and choosing the best here or no. anything that gets you send in? it, we, we read, read it. it. You send it, we read so it. So if 200 emails come in, let you're me, reading them. Let me yes. be clear. You send it, we read it. It doesn't matter the topic. It doesn't matter what it is. You send it, we read it. So if you get 50 next time I'm meant to come on, yes. just tell me. I'll, I'll just skip it. Okay. Well, we had about 12 <laughs> today and we've gone through them all. Okay, great. Yeah. And last one. That was a really Sam, good segment. Sam Monaco, when it's not done yet. Uh, good day, crew. Love the po- loving the podcast. Just wondering if there's a s- if there's scope for some roaming back chat at the John Warsfold Medal and or the Doig Medal. We'd love to see what some of the boys have to say after a few sherbets. Charlie? Cheers, Sam. Oh, oh, I'd love to do that. Would Get you, Charlie? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Get down the Doig. <laughs> should we just should we just say Charlie's really keen? Um, <laughs> Can he come to the Doig? Is it alright if we just have a roaming interviewer just rolling around in between the players asking them questions? I think they'll love it. Would you wear your flag mantle jumper? I'd wear it over the tux. That's if there's any left. Backchatpodcast.com.au. What if they just merch. lost the grand final? Would you still wear it? So there's no year on it. That's the beauty yeah, there's of no it. year. Next year. If Fremantle don't win it the still flag seems like this a year, the do you feel like you're solely responsible for their downfall this year? You. Oh, wow. Cat sitting next to No, me. you, Charlie. Nodding. Uh, no, it's not me. You sure? It's, uh, I've helped. We've made know. these for you. Yeah, I, I, I'm partly. If you are, a you're West the Coast piece of the banner that hit Tommy Carroll in the face <laughs> for, free, for Fremantle. If you are a West Coast fan, you are listening, and you want to take down Fremantle, I'd be buying your flag mantle gear right now. Backchatpodcast.com.au forward slash merch. Backchat bets powered by Blue Bet. Yes, that's right, Butsy. I know you're not a big betting man. Neither mm. are we. We make one multi a week for a bit of fun, a bit of a laugh. We have Love a theme. It. We take the piss out of each other. A couple of weeks ago, we had a big winner, two dollars. Charlie had one dollar on it. He made two dollars. <laughs> made one dollar. Multi? Yes. Multi I don't know bet. much about betting, but aren't you meant to win yes. back multiple yeah. 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 So you, you times build, you, your money? Well, it depends how you know how narrow you make the margin. So Sam, oh, right. Sam Butler, to have 15 touches in a game, I mean, it's about a dollar right? one. Right. Yeah. If you multi that into Will Schofield to have you know, three kilometers um, turnovers in the game, yeah. another dollar To handle out of the... <laughs> Yes. Kick out Yeah, front. correct. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. Uh, uh, so, this week, we went with the bald and the beautiful. Ooh. Mikey. Look, I, I, think, words. I think bald can be beautiful. This is my personal <laughs> opinion. You're, Max, the only, you're the only one. Max Gorn had to have 15 touches. Done. I think he had that at half time. Bailey Smith. He had, he had like 27. Uh, Bailey Smith, 25 touches. Again, I think he had that at half time. Captain of the Hot Guys team. Gets it done. Big tick. Jack Steele, 25 touches against the Eagles. He had 40. Yes. Big tick. So three from three, baby. Finish it off. Our premiership captain, the baldest man in the competition, Shannon Hearn, the man. Captain the moment, wing nut himself. The legend, 20 touches. 
He's on 12 at half time. Yeah. It's game over. Just needs a shoe in. Cashing in the chips. Easy as you like. Three bucks. Triple your money. Had 17. Had zero touches in the third quarter. Ooh. Not one. Absolutely shat the bed, Shannon Hearn. There was one. He was running down the wing. I thought, here we go. Here's one. Here's a touch. Gets tackled. Taken out of bounds. <laughs> Just handball at Shannon. I, mean, I will I will give Shannon some credit. We don't like to you know put it on the players yeah, here because no, they're not Who cares? I will say it's the first time he's let anyone down in the history of his life. He's the most dependable <laughs> man true. I've ever come across. So bad luck, Shannon. Next week, we'll be back better than ever. Maybe we just go bald. No beautiful, just bald. Yeah. Well, bald let you down this time. No, well. Maybe like, just go beautiful. No, how do you know that I, Shannon wasn't a beautiful? That's oh, well, you introed him, introed him <laughs> as the most baldest <laughs> man in the yeah, history so. of the world. <laughs> so I just rolled with what your vibe okay. was. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? That's a nice little intro into Don't Get Me Started, Sam Butler. <laughs> right? Don't Get Me Started, a new segment on this podcast for our special guests, but something that we can all play along with too because, as you know, I get my B, a B in my bonnet about most things in life. Correct. <laughs> this could go forever a B in my if, bonnet. You just let the, if you're, the shackles are off. Don't Get Me Started, Dan. <sighs> okay. This week, there was a draw in the AFL. Mm. I hate draws. <laughs> I've gone on the record in the past when they split the gold medal in the high jump. It's it 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 ruined that event for me. Oh. You loved it. You loved two that people sharing something in the win. I remember that. That was so fantastic. What nah, a moment. There's got to be a history. winner. There's got to be a winner. It doesn't matter. You can't give a team two points and two points. One of the best things in sport in the NBA is when it when they go to overtime, right? It's a spectacle. Double overtime, triple overtime. It gets more dramatic as it goes. It's so bloody good. Mm. I saw. Um, Is that unlimited in basketball? It, it, it will. Yeah, it will be. Right. It, I think it's never gone past four overtimes. But it could. It, yeah, there's. I don't think there's rule. I mean, unless they could play. There's no ending till January. Yes. Okay. I saw Richmond fans on the internet and Fremantle fans going, "Oh, just glad to get the two points this week." Right. That's losers' mentality. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go in and go. I'm gl- I'm stoked to get a draw there because you know what? That's you're not deserving of the four points. Then a team that goes, we're, we're lucky to get away with a draw. No, you should have lost. Then send the game to overtime. It happens. How many draws has there been this year? One. One. One in the whole season. Send it to overtime. There isn't one valid argument to go and keep the draw. It go. doesn't make sense. Sam, go. Valid. Ar- valid argument. Footy's really hard. <laughs> Oh, okay. By an extra 10 minutes, I'll be stuffed. Really? Yeah. Too hard? Ah, history, hardness. Let it go. Hard Draws. Oh. Draws are fun. Why are they fun? The, Have you played in a draw? Uh, no. Then you You've can't. never played in a draw? No. Charlie, please. You've never played in a draw? I don't think so. I don't believe you. Have you? I, I don't think I have. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, Sam hasn't. I'm going to check on Scoey though, because I think he might have. I feel like I have. Feel like Gold Coast rings a bell of some description. There was a famous draw: West Coast versus Collingwood, two thousand and seven finals. Yes, at Subiaco, and they went to overtime. Draw. Well, that's not a draw. That's overtime. Well, oh, sorry, it's the okay. opposite of they what went we're to talking overtime. about. Very famous overtime. You know what you like? Do you know why you like draws? You like soccer. Yeah, and you I get it with soccer. Time. There's because the scoring's so few and far between. It has to end at some point. Yes. Football, you play an extra five, two five-minute halves, one ten-minute flip a coin. Could just do a penalty shootout at the end of the game. No, no, no that's, that's too gimmicky. Oh. Definitely for finals. It still is for finals, I'm yeah, assuming. Yeah, 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 overtime. No draws. Yeah. Scoey, you did play in a draw. It was yes. Gold Coast 2015. That was pretty... 2015? Yeah. What were you doing? 18. What were you doing? 2018 or 2015? 2015, yeah. What were you doing? Sam wasn't playing, obviously. Mm. Okay. Uh, don't get me started, Sam. Uh, very good, Dan. Well, I can't nice. have one more thing. 
when the new CEO comes in, okay. they need to do two things. One, first and foremost, bring back AFLX because <laughs> that's bloody awesome. And two, get rid of the draw. All right. Your Don't turn. get me. You want me to? No, yeah. I want to hear Sam. I may not get stuck into this because let's be honest, my list is long, long <laughs> things. Don't get me started on. So yeah. I'll just take few and far between here. I didn't have much prep with this. Okay. But there's one thing that's pissing me off in my life right now. Wow. Annoying me. I shouldn't say pissing me off. You said you're a very positive person. Yeah. I normally just love life. There's not many things in life that can okay. you know, get me down. Mm. Except the most important thing in my life right now, above all else, sorry, family, is <laughs> Arsenal transfers. <laughs> the market what? is rife at the moment. <laughs> and rumours are coming out hourly. And I'm watching a lot of them. Really? The thing that's getting me is the best place to get this stuff is YouTube. And in my car, I do two things. Call people or listen to podcasts Back or chat. things like that. Back chat. Yeah. Other things. YouTube, for a podcast, you can listen to it, then lock your phone, put it in your car, keeps playing. YouTube, you watch it, but if you lock your phone, stops. Yes. What if you Why, get, We what can put a man on the moon. YouTube can't work out how to play when it stops. Dan's shaking his you, head. You, so you need to buy YouTube Red. Yeah, you, you need premium, bro. Is that porn YouTube? <laughs> no. <laughs> that is... Sounds like it. That is porn YouTube. No, <laughs> that is uh, the, the service that YouTube makes you pay for and you can lock your phone. Oh, so you need I'm really pissed off on myself for being a cheap guy. How many hours... So that's that's how they get you. Yes, that's yeah. the thing. They, Look, know. Many, they give you so many they free. Very hours. smart by them. Yes, I was about to say YouTube, you idiots, because you're about to kill all podcasts if you can just lock your phone. Are you gonna go and pay up now? No, of course not. Why not? I think it's, it's four. It's ads. four a month. It's so cheap, and I think you get access to movies and stuff. Why did I think something else was grinding Butsy's gears? Did he tell us something before this podcast? I thought there was something about a sauna. The- Oh yeah, but that's okay. We won't talk about that. <laughs> no, no. Didn't no. that guy grind your gears? I'll, I'll, Is that I'll, yours? I'll, I'll, I'm going to pass on this. Oh, no, do you want me to throw mine in? Yeah, throw. Oh, it I mean, we spent a bit of time in airports this weekend, and the things that I say don't get me started on people who line up for the plane before boarding has been called. So they're standing in line. So the announcement will come over. VA zero six nine one will be. Departing from Melbourne in 10 minutes. Mm. Boarding will shortly open. There's already a line. What are you lining out for? Overhead cabin space. So this is the only argument that got put to me over over Twitter, right? Yeah. I, I cannot remember a time in all of my travels. Not football. That That's fine. That's probably different. I, I travelled every year overseas. Mm-hmm. Travelled through Europe, to Asia, mm. interstate Literally five times a year. Okay, show off. I've never once lined up first. And two, I have never not had somewhere to put my bag above my head. It's not like people don't roll on with six different luggage. You can't do that. Business class is different, mate. No, I do not sit in business class. Up the back with the 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 cattle. Mate, I travelled with two kids, three adults. We had like five bags between us Mm. because of the two kids. Pram. Mm. No worries. We got on last. No worries. Got on, literally above my head, empty locket space. You, you, know, you know what happens as well? They, they, if there isn't space, they go, bring it to the front, we'll check it in. So for you them. agree with me. But Sam, you, yeah. you're, Sam's up the front, lining up, waiting for you, put his bags away. Archer, look at you. You smug idiot. Do you know what the thing about the plane is? Yes. That always gets me. When you sit down and there's a spare seat next to you, 
and you just watch everyone's eyes when they come onto the plane to see if they're looking at your mm. <laughs> row. If they start looking close to your row, what number is like, oh, they're coming in here. Oh, they went past. Yeah. So next guy. Oh, he's not here. I'm, I might get a spare seat next to me here. If you travel with two people, do you book uh, one um, window seat and one middle seat? Or do you go aisle and window and hopefully someone's not travelling by themselves and takes the middle seat? I have done that. And if they do take it, then just say, oh, sorry, I'm, I'm, we messed our booking up. Yeah. Can we swap? Yeah. Uh, you end up with someone going, I'm sorry, that's my seat. Yeah. You. <laughs> you. <laughs> Damn, you would have an A4 print out yeah. of your ticket. Well, what about the manifest? What if we <laughs> exactly. crash? What they if won't crash? know who I am. Damn. And they, yeah. they miss. They'll bury the wrong person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to keep moving. We've actually rattled on for quite a lot. That's uh, Don't get me started. I don't mind that at all, Dan. Don't get me started on new <laughs> podcast segments. Very good. Uh, <laughs> fantasy, little run through. Uh, only four rounds to go. Andrew C. and the Common Men uh, on top, 29th in the country. Two grand final tickets, Butsy, for the winner of the Back Chat Fantasy League. Yeah, that's You're coughing those up. Absolutely well, I am, yeah. and I don't know how I'm going to get them. So hopefully uh, <laughs> someone has a couple of grand final tickets I can scalp off and then give to the guys. Hot Guys team inside the top 30. Going well, Hot Guys team. Very good. Uh, made some good decisions over the weekend. Bailey Smith being vice captain, one of those. We move on. Fines. There's no gavel. Sammy's left the gavel. Not back in Melbourne. No. He's no, back, no, back. Hasn't delivered it. He, there's actually no cricket ball here either. I no. will point that out. Everyone loved it in Melbourne. Literally People started knocking guest. on our door going, are you the guys with the cricket ball? Like, yeah, come on in. They'd have a look at it. <laughs> we had the cricket ball when you were on, right? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And you I remember story. It. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So for this, yes. Butsy, uh, we're doing sort of like a footy fine session. Where we're raising actual money, um, we're putting our money up. Mm-hmm. If people send in fines, give themselves a dollar allocation. We'll pay the money, give it to three charities: Men's Talk here in Perth, dealing with uh, men's mental health; Sabre, which is the Staffy and Bully Breed Rescue, they look after those types of dogs here in Perth, as well as Socket to Sarcoma, which is a rare cancer that um, Socket to Sarcoma does uh, research and puts some money towards. So we're raising those funds here at Backchat for the fines. Fantastic! And I run a little fine session. Are you ready? I'm very ready. <coughs> and excited. Excuse me. Let's go into my notes. Um, Charlie for going down like a three-legged tranquilized giraffe wearing RM Williams after telling us just how good his RM Williams were. $2. Dan for heading out with no ID. You look 12 years old, mate. And Scoey for not bringing Cat to Melbourne would have been more valuable than Sammy, Charlie and Dan put together. $2 each. There you go. That's the back chat covered. And Sam Butler, fine for... Being telling, too perfect. Telling everyone... That he's on a diet and he's only eating what Nat eats and he's got a beer sitting in front of him <laughs> and a bag of chips on the ground that no one's seen yet. I'm glad these aren't taped, these S- episodes. Sam Buller, $2. Bo P. This is for Scoey. $4.25. Oh, that's specific. Hi, lads. Love the pot. The fine is on behalf of Scoey's mum, Jan. In your, okay. Thank you very much, Bo. I appreciate you representing my mother here. In your earlier podcast, you beeped out the F-bombs because dear Jan didn't like you swearing. Well, mm. you've gone well past that, being one of your biggest fans. I assume she listens to every episode. She does. The fine is for the episode with Sean McManus, mm. which you've listened to, Sam. I have. During that episode, there was 85 F-bombs dropped. 83 from Sean, two from Scoey. <laughs> Fair. That's all right, yeah. At least I'm holding up my end of the bucket. So a fine of five cents for every one of those, which is $4.25, rounded up to $5 for the two C-bombs Sean threw in there as well. Love your work, boys. Very good stuff there. Fair. That was surprising, wasn't it? You said he the- <laughs> did roll off the tongue. He said lead at him. The first words that came out of Sean's mouth was, "Can we swear on this podcast?" I said, "Oh, well, sure, mate. Like if you if you swear during, yeah. if it slips out, it's okay. Fuck We're not going to enter it. Fuck yeah, let's <laughs> fucking go." 
Calm down, Sean. And then proceeded oh. to drop 85 of them. Love that you went back and listened to that, Bo, and got the numbers done there. Sean Donay. Could be Donna, but I think it's a Don A. <laughs> the lady in front of me in the McDonald's drive-thru, $2. For not allowing me to merge into my position in oh, line. I hate this. In the dual lane McDonald's drive-thru. When she arrived at the pay window, it was my order displayed. When she arrived at the collection window, it was my coffee sitting there waiting. I was forced to just watch and wait, knowing I'm about to be late for work. $2 fine for the lady in Can the McDonald's drive-thru. Can we make that drive-thru. three? Three dollar fine. Make it three. That's horrible. It's the last it. time I take requests from you. One dollar fine for Dan. <laughs> uh, Oscar Allen and Steve Bandy. Oh, <laughs> we're going over there, are we? Okay, five dollar fine apparently for shamelessly ripping off social media. Episodes of the Inferior Coast to Coast podcast now end with a segment in which the hosts ask the guests questions <laughs> that have been submitted by the listeners through email and socials. Look, I'll take the fine on board, but I will say. Hasn't been a great deal of thought going into social media. I mean, you've you've always been a huge fan of social media in it's, your time. Obviously, that's not part of the show anymore. You told uh, me it wasn't for me to sign up. Absolutely, it is. Oh, it's a big part. The guest, not not this part. We, we yeah, left it out of here. For let, you. Let's be honest. Social media wasn't invented by you. There's been other things where you write in. But the name, <laughs> mail ba- the, the mail name made it yes. what it is today, yeah. right? Yeah. I don't think that's a shame. general concept of the mail yeah. People being asked. <laughs> Oscar <laughs> Allen, you owe Will Schofield... Royalties. That's it. We're done for back chat, but see if you had fun. That's it. You got anything? To, yeah, you got anything for finish? Finish yourself. No, I was a bit flattening actually. Yeah. First, first and only guest that we've ever had that's just decided to go rogue and just lean back on the chair, grab the mic stand, just sit as he pleases. Well, Will and I have great posture and sitting up for the cameras. Can oh. there be a fine for that as well? <laughs> it's a fine for Charlie. You get credits. That. Very good. <laughs> Love you get that. credits in this for being awesome or anything. I'll give you the credit. Social, backchat, double underscore. That's where you find us on socials. <laughs> Hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. If you want to send it, we'll read it. Hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. If you want to send us a fine, you can do that on our website and everything else. Sign up as a Patreon. Find our merch. Or you can find it at backchatpodcast.com.au forward slash merch. We've got Flagman. We've got Backchat stuff coming online this week. Get over there. Find the good stuff. Thanks to our sponsors, Whippersnapper, Shelter, Blue Bet, Margaret River Roasting Co. and Leadable Cameras. And a very big thank you to Shan, Shan Butler. <laughs> yeah. That's absolutely right. Shan Butler. Shan Butler. We'll have you back. You've been amazing. <laughs> and you have a new nickname. Shan Well. <laughs>